The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage and let's get this fucking show started. Fantastic Forum, assemble! We're back. It's Wednesday, which means we're back to our uh, usual pop culture news reviews and a little bit of booze and uh you know today we got a good show for you we're gonna be talking about two tooth netflix series and whether or not it was a massive disappointment for anybody who ever read comics uh, <laughs> speaking of massive disappointments for anyone that ever read comics we'll also be reviewing red sonia the queen of plagues animated future question mark I'd appreciate it if you guys didn't like step all over my intro. I'm sorry, it's just so good. I love it. I apologize. I don't mean to. I'm, like, I'm be, done. I'll be quiet. It'd be funnier if it was just my face and then you just guys laughing in the background. But mm, do that. Do that, Jay. <laughs> Either way, we also have a little bit of news and gossip and all that good stuff. With me is uh, Jay, who's directing and transitioning all the shots say hello Jay. hey what's up and then the other dude that uh was laughing is larry that laugh that infectious laugh is more infectious than the coronavirus <laughs> cheers yeah and uh if that sound serves me right i think that might have been oz oz might be here whoa yeah. there he is are we on the air yet Hi, air people. <laughs> Why would he imply that Fantastic Forum doesn't start on time? What? What? What is? This? Who is this guy? I don't know, but I, I'm mad he got a haircut. He's supposed to wait till he comes to LA. I'm never coming to LA. <laughs> but yeah, we're here and we're queer. It is Pride Month, and uh, yeah, as usual, we are brought to you by. The good people at allgames.com. Scott Rubin. I don't know how Larry does it. He thanks them every week, and I forget, and I don't know how to transition to that. But also, you can join in on the phone and talk about the conversation, <laughs> and you got to listen to the lady tell you how to do that. Stop laughing, Larry. I'm <laughs> sorry. You're doing great. I love it. It's better than mine. Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at fantasticforum.live. Join the party. You know you want to. But yeah, you go on fantasticforum.live and you'll get the uh, the button and function and ability to call in and join us just like Oz popped in. And, you know, you can tell us what we're doing right or wrong or what we could do better. As always, you could always jump in the chat or in the comment section here. Uh, there's a comment here from our good buddy Tiger Claw. Says, so what did you guys think of episode two of Loki? That reveal of who that other variant is. I haven't seen it myself. I, uh, I'm waiting till Friday. Hmm? Was I supposed to recognize who that was? Because I did not. I mean... I, mean, I, I don't know who it is, so they tell you who I'm, it is. I, don't, don't. I mean, they tell you in the episode. They tell you. Is it Mephisto? Uh, 
No, no, don't, don't. I, like, I'm, I'm, not, I, I'm, I'm not, not going to say. I'm not going to say who. Oh, okay, thank you. They literally tell you who they is, who who it is. The person that gets to talk to this person like, tells you who it is. It, they, how do you not know who it is? That's what I don't get. Yeah, I think I was on my phone through the chat something while I was watching. So maybe I missed it during one of my moves. Um, the show's pretty compelling. So except for the very end. Phone during it. You know, that's that's sarcastic. It's not a compelling show. <laughs> like it's Loki's not you didn't like the first episode? No, well, you're right. You like talked it. about it, and you were like, eh. You are eh. And this episode was even more eh. Really? Oh, my phone during parts of it. Oh, jeez. Oh, hate And, I, you know, I don't know. I'm not feeling lucky. I'm not feeling this show. Who's getting killed in the background? Somebody's, like, being tossed through a window. Larry's oh, watching. no, that... That was me. Sorry. <laughs> well, head in chess says I didn't even know a new F came out. It'll come out every Wednesday. Um, if you heart them on Twitter, they will tweet at you each time it comes out. That's how I knew to uh, remember to watch. Do they really need somebody to like remind you that it's coming out? Is that how? Eh, it is. No, like, I mean, kind of. Yeah, they do. It's like, but that's not like that's part of them and part me also. Definitely like, all Jay. <laughs> kind of happened with Wandavision too, and I actually did enjoy Wandavision while I was watching it. But I really needed Paul Tobin to tweet about the episode to remind me to watch it. <laughs> Paul Tobin specifically, not not someone. Paul Tobin. Well, it just always happened to be him. Like he was really talking about it a lot. Like he was the main guy. Oh, it, it wasn't. It wasn't happenstance. That was by design. Paul Tobin was like, "I'm going to get Jay to watch this," and you know. And that was a show I, I actually did like. So I definitely need need it for Loki because this show it's not so good. It's like I would equate it to that noise we're hearing. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's like that time warp thing they give them <laughs> to put them in that little loop. It's like bloop, bloop. Oh yeah, uh, I, I you know I'll watch it on Friday. I there's I got a lot to do on Wednesday, so <laughs> they they yeah. that having it come out on Wednesday. But if, I'd like if to, I was at home, I would probably have watched it. But uh, I'm traveling. Oh, so you didn't even watch it? No, I haven't seen it. So me and Jerry, the only two that watched it. Yeah, yeah, man, you fake ass Marvel fans. <laughs> oh, we already knew that about Larry. Wait, what? I mean, How am I a fake Marvel fan? At least, I'm the biggest Mo Marvel is, fan. Mo is more into independent stuff, and we know that up front. Like he could take it or leave it. But you, Lawrence, really? Listen, hey, I am look, not look, at home. I don't. 
I'll I literally I'll would have to watch it on my phone. Larry, what Marvel comics did you buy at the shop on this comic new comic book day? I bought Planet Planet Size X Men number one. Yeah. I bought um, New Mutants. I bought uh, look the bag. The bag is right here. Actually, hold on. Look, I look because that's that's look. So I went. I, I'm I'm over here on the East Coast. So I went to East Side Mags. Oh, okay. Which is I was, I'm oh. look. Forget it. Forget I asked. I was just no, 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 no. It's too late. You opened up this can of worms already. See, and so. I got my 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 X Corps number one here, which is this is the variant cover. Oh, I, that... That one. I got it. I get you. Wait, what? I see why you bought that one. Walking and by, then I got grab it. I get it. I got you. You're hilarious. And then I got New Mutants here. This is what Monet on the cover. See, this is the the runway variants. Yeah. And this that's odd. See, and look, the, remember before you, I tell you how they connect, the, right? Yeah. Because I see the wing. Yeah, see. Oh, I don't know if I'm doing that right, but I hope I. Oh, there's a scene oh, that's horrible. There's this. Oh, I see it now. There hey, it is. You didn't happen to put the, the calling link into our fantastic form live, did you? You know, I, it should be up, but we might want to double check. Heck just said he tried to call in. And oh, oh, a... you know what? No, I didn't put the new one. I suck. All right, so Actually, we're, uh, we're pre-recorded. This isn't live. <laughs> no, no. Look, I need somebody to update it. I'm no, sorry. No, 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 it's too late now. What we'll do right now, Jay, I posted the link in our private chat here. Uh, if you could just cut, cut and paste it and put it in the comment section. Yeah, put it in the comment section. I'm sorry. From there. Yeah. And um, then I got yeah. Demon Days, Miracle. Oh what? And Wait, show that again. Demon Days. Back up. Monica. Yeah, this is that. Um. Wow, that's nice. I was Pe Peach Momoko, right? Yeah, Peach Momoko art. This is like the book that she actually is doing the interiors for. Like Peach. You know, it's 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 interesting because Mo and I were actually. Uh, Having a conversation with Mike Wellman, the owner of Comic of uh, I'm sorry, owner of uh, Atomic Basement, and he was talking about uh, how you know Mike when he did his uh, was doing the movie screenings, he would have different artists do covers for the movie or not covers, but do the movie posters, and he had Peach Momoko do the one for Captain Marvel, which was of course you know back in the day, but that was before yeah. Peach Momoko was like Peach Romoko, you know, like right. these days, like people pay ridiculous amounts of money. Yeah, that's what she was, for, that's when that's uh, when that's when it was like 30 bucks on Artist Alley for, for a right, exactly. That you can put on eBay for like a thousand bucks. Exactly. <laughs> I was exactly. Not, I, I didn't go see that screening. Listen, I, we we're like we literally have the poster like on our on our wall in in the room that I stream from and I didn't even realize that that was Peach Momoko <laughs> cuz don't get me wrong like her stuff fake is is nice hmm fake ass peach momoko fan no well here's the thing that's what I'm, that's what I'm about to say I'm not a huge peach momoko fan like I don't feel like 
It's like her art is nice, but it's not great to me. And the fact that people think it's that good is is it baffles me. Like I, I'm not saying like she's like the little Wayne of comics or anything oh, like that. <laughs> but you know what, Larry? Before you get canceled, <laughs> I'm gonna play this. Yeah. We'll do a little bit of news segment and then we'll jump into reviews. <laughs> am, I, am I about to get canceled? Or no? Yeah, man. All the look, man. This isn't the time to do that, man. I don't even know what we're talking about. Why um, am I getting canceled? I'm, am I that old already? I don't even know what. What did I say? Theater, comic book theater. I pressed the wrong button. I was so it nervous. Happens. I was so it nervous. Happens. I like little ones. We should have a like, uh, like her. Uh, well, not not like that, but like that's Larry laughing at his hatred towards Pietro Moku. Wait, are you seeing like what Pietro Moku have you seen? What do you mean? I'm looking at this Yusaki cover. Mm-hmm. Lord thinks that Peach Momoko did the design for Lil Wayne's tattoos on his face. That's why. Well, no, look, here's the thing: we know Larry. We Larry is the most misogynistic person on the show. Like we already know, he doesn't like what? female characters. Wait, what? Like, yeah, that that sounds false to me. Yeah, well, that's what they all say. I'm sure some of your best friends are female. You're hilarious for that. First of all, that's true. But <laughs> yeah. besides the point, besides the point, no, the, the Usagi cover is fantastic. I agree with you 100%. Like, in fact, I feel like that style or her style lends itself to to Usagi and that, that like, to that more so. I'm just saying, like, you know, she does other stuff, and it's not like it's bad or anything. It's just like it's not so good that I understand why we're like, oh, we need to make sure that any variant cover that she does is the most expensive one. I don't know. I like these two covers. Uh, but see, oh. you know, that's because that company has good talent uh, backing it in terms of picking talent. Man, look, IDW, man. IDW. Hey, listen. Who owns shares in IW? Right here. <laughs> I, look, Marvel. I tell them what's many do. as many Momoko variants they can have, they get, or as many as they'll as she'll give them, they have. So yeah, now that IDW put her on the map, that's hilarious. Can I, I, like, I now that Atomic Basement put them on the map? Anytime, anytime Momoko creates a variant, Lawrence Young TVAs it. <laughs> Well, That's really funny, Oz. <laughs> like, I got to give Oz a lot of props for that. That's that's hilarious. I'm not so surprised. No, no, I'm not, I'm not surprised. I'm just saying it's especially good, Oz. That's all I'm saying. He did a really good Strange Academy one. See, like, that cover's not great. Like, to me, I look at that and I'm like, that doesn't look like the character from Horizon Zero Dawn. It looks exactly like that character. Really? No. All women look the same to Larry because he's so much misogynistic. The, the, that looks like the main character from Horizon to you. Yeah. 
Like he's never actually looking at females in the face, Larry. He doesn't acknowledge that. I'm listen, and what I'm saying to you is this is it doesn't look bad, and I'm not saying I wouldn't recognize it as the character from Horizon. What I'm saying is it looks weird. It looks a little different to me. And part of that is like just her style. But you know, it's like she can do features. Like there's no features on that face. What about the dinosaur and the back? I look Larry I didn't even see the dinosaur. Right, I'm like, wait, I'm like, wait, dinosaur? Does dinosaur back there? Well not dinosaur in here. Oh, enraged by the strong female character. It's like going into her forehead. Right. <laughs> oh, that's a dinosaur? It might be too small for oh, Lawrence, Lawrence hasn't played that game. He doesn't know. No, I that's played it. Recognize the character. Oh. No, I, I, I didn't play it, but I watched the whole game. I watched, like, literally watched a Let's Play from the beginning to the end of the game and the DLC. It's so good. <laughs> All right. Heck, man, we got you on the line. He actually... uh shared a news story with us and you wanted to talk about it. You were, your mouth was watering at this news story. (laughs) As as opposed to Batman. Uh, Yeah, yeah, so I guess the third season of Harley Quinn, they had something with uh, Batman eating out Catwoman. And, And DC was like, oh God, no. Can't have that. We can't do it. <laughs> Take it out. So, and then they they asked why, and it was like heroes don't do that. <laughs> we had we yep. have stockholders. Our, our wives would, would differ. Yeah. I agree. I feel I feel like all the women think differently about that statement. Oh, Larry, Larry trying to do damage control for his local <laughs> hate. Well, damage control. I'm just saying all heroes don't wear capes. Right, that's right. what I'm saying. You, you either die a hero or be a woman long enough to become the villain. <laughs> yeah. uh, in our Instagram, I posted that new story, and, and Kadosha, one of our longtime listeners, says, I'm a villain. Instead of- <laughs> <laughs> that's the best response. I'm a villain. <laughs> Instead of instead of saying, you know, yeah, heroes do that. Yeah. <laughs> he said, I'm a villain. He said, I'm a villain. Yeah, I was doing I'm with Kenosho. So a uh, little round robin here. Joe, man, do you think heroes eat pussy or not? Yeah, I, I do. Okay. And it was funny, I heard one comment and I can't remember who said it, but they were basically saying, You really think hooks up for someone that doesn't eat pussy? Yeah, it's like they got a point. Yeah, yeah, you can't, you know, uh, Larry. Uh, you know, we don't care what you think, Boomer. But let's, let's, let's <laughs> do you think heroes eat pussy? Absolutely. Okay. Oz. And the end. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Oz? Of course, I'm pretty sure in the uh, Batman Harley Quinn movie when Batman walks in on Nightwing, he's doing this while she's putting her pants back on. And heck, I think I know your answer, but won't you uh, humor me? I mean, yeah. Look, Batman has a full, like, his whole mouth is out there. Practically every hero has their mouth out there. They can cover the whole face except the mouth. So, I mean. Just in case they want a nice drink. 
Yeah, right. Even Kevin Smith said he wrote a Batman story where he's supposed to be. So yeah. I, don't, I don't, I don't know, man. Uh, I this story is weird to me because one of the things they said that um, was the uh, rationale for Batman not doing that for them not letting them do that is they need to sell toys, and it's right. like that cartoon's not for kids. So why would you make toys based on the cartoon that's not for kids? Honestly, there was another person uh, that made the comment like, who wouldn't want to buy a Batman action figure with going down? <laughs> like with like, right. look, action. Uh, like I've, al- I've already pre-ordered two Cunnilingus Batman. <laughs> it's right. just like a head ba- head head banging <laughs> Batman. There's no, there's no female. It's just him going. <laughs> you have to like, figure separately. Yeah, you buy your, it's a build a quarter set. So you, <laughs> you can get it with Catwoman, you can get it with Batgirl, you can get, yeah, you can get the Batman and then you can get whatever female character. Sure, you can pair him up with Barbie. <laughs> But yeah, oh, it, 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 that's the rationale that they gotta sell toys. Yeah, like I, I mean, it's not Batman going down and Catwoman isn't stopping anybody from selling toys. It, if anything, it's gonna sell more toys. I, I don't know if it's gonna sell more or I, not. But... I feel like it's definitely indifferent. Like it's, it's yeah. neutral. Like yeah. all, all the people, like nobody's gonna be like, oh, I used to buy Batman toys, but now I stopped <laughs> because I heard he goes down on women. Like the only person I think that could that would stop that would be uh, Michael Douglas. Like he's the one guy that I mean, Michael Douglas. That in, would in not fairness, he, he has reasons. What are, what are Michael Douglas's reasons? He says that he got throat cancer from eating pussy. Wait, is is that what he said for real? Yeah, yeah. And everybody's oh. looking at Catherine Zeta Jones like, because uh, <laughs> what was it? She had that one. What's that one thing women have that they tell them, oh, you should get the vaccine early? I forget. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's it. So apparently she had that. And because uh, I guess Michael Douglas ate her out like every day or some shit, he ended up getting cancer from her. Hmm. I don't know if that's how that works or not. I, I'm not a scientist. I can't say yay or nay on that. Look, so. I'm willing to experiment, but I'm not a scientist. <laughs> that was my more, side. more more research must be done um facebook user says is the show still on and then that same facebook user oh shit it just got good <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah dude yeah well if they just logged on they missed my cunny lingus face earlier give it to him again Oz. you know it'll, it'll, no. it'll be no, for this episode, don't worry. <laughs> that, that face is for the Patreon. Yeah, I know exactly. It was at 17 minutes and 42 seconds. Um, next story, uh, Joe. Well, Mar- oh, go ahead, Joe. Hydroclon chat. Uh, what, what do you guys think of that teaser trailer for the Masters of the Universe Revelation series? But did anyone watch that? I did. I, saw some I did of it. not. I'll, t- I'll tell you this. 
He-Man goes down. Yeah. <laughs> Look, you can't be sure. named He-Man and not go down. Right. Like, I'm sure he has to explain with that outfit. Like, he has a safe word that he gives you. Like, he probably has it on the card, like Danny Ocean from Ocean's Eleven. Like, just printed just the safe word. And then he goes down. Why is it? Orange? No, I, I, I thought it was pretty amazing, personally. You know what I like the most about it? What? It, it, I like that Prince Adam is smaller than He Man. Like, that's it's good stuff. Like that's how it probably should have been from the beginning. It wasn't, but yeah, it yeah. should have been. Like he <laughs> looks like a different person. Yeah, like they couldn't tell. <laughs> like, right. It's like Superman with the sunglasses, but at least <laughs> Superman bumping and but well, right. One hundred like Prince, <laughs> so Prince Adam's Adam disguise was worse like than our quarterback. Than, <laughs> right. Than Clark Kent. And they they always yeah. made it seem like this guy couldn't handle himself. And it's like, dude, he's ripped. He's like friggin' in this little tunic, and it's like, why does anybody know that that guy's He Man? Yeah, it's like he—it's not even like he puts on a separate outfit. He just takes off his clothes and runs around. His <laughs> <head>. <laughs> like it wasn't even transformation. He just got naked. Like, yeah, oh, right. Exactly. exactly. It's like look at look in that phone booth and see his clothes like laying there. <laughs> And he walks around with Battle Cat, and Battle Cat just puts on a mask. Exactly. 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 Yo, so it's like, it? but that's cool. I thought it was really good, and I love the character designs. Mm-hmm. They're not updated. Well, they're updated, but <laughs> yeah. they're, they're like the same as they were. Like, right. Mm-hmm. I show all do with the net, and it like, looks just like how I remember the toy looking. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool to me. Yeah, no, it, it's it's literally just a different style of animation, but all the character designs are pretty much the same. Right. I think that's kind of where the the reboot that Cartoon Network had kind of fucked up. They did too much different to the established people. Mm-hmm. Well, there was also that other like the Next Generation or whatever cartoon that other reimagining. And that was the totally one, good, but it the was one still after good. the first one. Yeah, the new adventures. Yeah, that I, I don't like. Yeah. That. <laughs> some people think this Masters of the Universe series is gonna be woke. Hell yeah, it's woke. Can you see the trailer? Like, I'm down with that. What What makes it woke? I don't know. Kevin Smith is writing. I guess it doesn't look woke to me. But yeah, I mean, I didn't see anything that makes it feel like it's woke. Like, woke is okay. Woke is not a bad word. Like, I agree. Also, too, like, was 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 a OG He-Man problematic? Like, what did it do? It taught uh, everybody how to be a man. <laughs> no, there were plenty. Well, not plenty, but there were women. And then they had, like, a whole spinoff series that was mostly women. So I'm just saying, like, what was, like, I mean, I don't know. That, I'm not saying there were no issues with OG He-Man. Leave it to Larry. Larry did not see any issues with OG He-Man. Well, no, I, just, like, I, don't, I don't know what they are. I'm just asking what, no, what, I, what, what were the issues. Like, I don't I, remember there being issues. I like perpetuating the falsehood that you're this bad person, the worst person <laughs> of Fantastic Four. I should do it. Uh, they say the series will sideline He-Man and Tila will be in most of the series. 
He-Man's I like think, well, right. that would be a mistake. Like, yeah. If, if, if you if you want to feature Tila, you can do that, and she can be in it as much as He-Man. That's not a problem. But if you sideline He-Man and make Tila the focus in a He-Man like a Masters of the Universe cartoon, like that's a bad idea. And would that necessarily make it woke? Like it could be not woke and do that and be bad, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. It could be like uh, objectifying Tila. <laughs> like that could happen. I don't see that as a bad thing. <laughs> All right. So what's our next story? Uh, I want you to talk about that Uzumaki man. Oh my god. Okay. So, I don't know if anyone has seen the Uzumaki trailer out there. Um, I know me and Mo and Mary Young have checked it out. Uh, it's a little teaser trailer. Uh, Adult Swim's doing like four episodes. Uzumaki, it's been delayed because of COVID, but it's coming out next year when they just dropped the teaser trailer. And the teaser trailer is fucking amazing. Like, it's it's in black and white for one thing which is like incredible like it, it just looks so good and it's basically just the girl talking about like things happen in her town and then she like walks off screen and it pans down and you see the plants and their fucking spirals and it's oh my god like <laughs> man it's like it's like we we talk about on this show we talk a lot about you know how close an adaptation should be to the source material and it's like these guys were like no it's, it's going to be exact like we're not putting any colors we're just going to like pay literally page to screen and Man, I am just so excited. Like, I've talked about Uzumaki plenty of times on the show before. Uh, Lawrence might not remember. I don't. Your memory is not great. <laughs> it's but not. Uzumaki is a horror manga by Junji Ito about spirals. Uh... Uh, people start becoming obsessed with them and seeing them everywhere. And like all types of like terrible shit starts happening it's like if i remember correctly if i remember the story correctly its story goes basically junji ito was eating his food and he had one of those rice noodles with rice things with the spiral in it and he just looked at it and said how can i make this horrifying <laughs> <laughs> Here comes Uzumaki. It is horrifying, and it's it's so good and grotesque, and it just looks so beautiful. Like this trailer, this like ten second trailer, has got me like. Thank you for saying that it's only ten seconds because I'm sitting here like, and this I, I was. That, that's because you don't like you don't love Uzumaki like I do. Well, that goes without saying. Like, if you loved it as much as me, you would be so hyped right now. It's I like, guess so. It's funny because I've seen you get hype over like the stupidest shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, it was it was it, stupid, but at least it was thirty seconds worth of stupid. Generic, and it's like, it's like man, uh, like the fact that you can't appreciate this, it's sad. Well, it's, keeping in mind that I don't, I like because I haven't literally like, weeping for you. <laughs> be, because I haven't, like I guess because I haven't read it, maybe. That's a big because like you're talking about oh the spirals and I'm sitting here like why does it matter if there's spirals in the flowers or not and then you explain it and I'm like oh okay yeah show that him, makes sense show them the image of the spiral in her face where the eyeballs hanging out like like two Larry <laughs> <laughs> seen the spirals because we showed it to him in the past no no I I believe it I just I don't I don't remember but I'm saying like. Literally, the thing is like three and a half, four minutes long. And he's like, hey, I'm going to show you this thing. Like, he's talking for like a minute and a half. He'll be like, I'm going to show you this thing, but I can't show you too much because spoilers. And I'm like, okay, I get it. So I'm sitting here thinking like, okay, well, he he, he talked for a minute and a half. So he doesn't want to re reveal too much, even though it's like three and a half minutes. And that's fair. So we're going to see two minutes of stuff. And then it's like, this fool showed me like 10, like Jay said 10 seconds. I'm not sure it was 10 seconds. <laughs> it might be eight seconds. And then he started talking again. And I'm like, this is some bull. Like, I'm just like, come on, I mean, man. He, I mean, look, he's it's right. beautiful. Like, like the, literally, it's the manga come to life. Like, yeah. like, I was looking at the book and it started moving. Well, <laughs> even the way, no, but Larry, that's the thing. It's like, the way her hair, the shading in her hair, where because she's got like the little uh, bangs cut straight mm -hmm. down, and the shading on the inside and the dimension on the back is like it looked like the manga, and then she just started walking. Look, it's like Akira. Akira is like super hyper detailed, and right. uh, then you read the Akira manga, and it's like, man, that cartoon's not as detailed as the as the as the manga and then right. this it's like the detail is all there so it's like right. the, you know 10 seconds took all of 2020 and pandemic to make i mean that that could definitely be the case and i'm not knocking it mind you that sounds um, like it man you're treating it yeah, like well, you i'm i'm not i'm not knocking it in the sense that the quality isn't there what I am knocking is, like, obviously, in, in, in our culture, we're used to the idea of the teaser trailer, but this took teaser to a whole nother level. I'm like, wait a minute now. This is not, like, this is not a regular teaser. This is, like, wait a minute. Like, I don't, I don't even know what to call it. It's, it's so little <laughs> that I don't feel like. Like I could call it a tease. I feel like no, no, this is not a tease. This is, like I'm not. This is like where somebody brushes up against you. And you're like, wait a minute, what just happened? <laughs> no, that feels like I'm like, oh, okay. You, I don't think I was teased. Maybe a tantalize, a tantalizing trailer. Even if the girl hadn't been in it and they just wrote the plants, like I would be still be like super hyped about. What? Like it just looked so good. And then they give you more than that. They give you the girl. It's Listen, like the girl, the plants. Like I, 
I would have been I would have been more hyped if they showed still images. Like the music is just perfect. If if these were stills, it would have taken the same amount of time to to watch, and I'd be like, man, that looks like the manga. Uh, this is from the anime. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> it like it looked just like the manga pages. That that would have been better for me. Yeah, it actually was a still. It was a shaky cam though. <laughs> look, what what, look, what, what that Red Sonia review? No, no, don't tease that. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah. too funny, man. Next news story we talk about uh, on the topic of adaptations from page to screen. Uh, this next is not going to be any of that, I'm sure. Is uh, <laughs> they released a teaser trailer for Spider Man No Way Home in Brazil? <laughs> and why Brazil? It, why not? Disney Brazil decided to tease it. it I guess they, oh. they, they don't give a fuck about safety or anything, so they had theaters. So a movie came out in Brazil and they they put uh, a Sony movie in Brazil came out and then they put that trailer at the beginning, but it, it was literally just the, the title screen moving to the camera and Saying uh, no way home in it, yeah, but it, it, it glitched like Spider Verse, yeah. So they <laughs> oh, gave it all really? away. I, yeah. I already know it. Look, they gave away every, the whole movie. I'm done, yeah. <laughs> it did glitch, it did glitch like Spider Verse. Um, but I mean, yeah, we'll see. It glitched like yeah. our Fantastic Forum bumper that Oz made. That's what I thought mm. when I saw our state, but yeah, Oz stole it from Spider Verse. Um, and every TV, every CRT TV from the 80s. <laughs> um, but th there's another new story because they announced the poster. They, 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 the poster came out in uh, Argentina. And they're like, oh, the new, um, the, 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 the Spanish title is different than the English. And it says uh, that it, it has connotations towards a multiversal glitch thing. And in Spanish, in Argentina, it's called uh, No Camino a Casa or some shit. And <laughs> what's, what's, what's Camino mean? Road. Well, it, it's, it, they, they translated it on comicbook.com or comicbookmovie.com. <laughs> they translated it. It says No Road Home. So they say road mm. like, because of that. But Camino means way, road, path. Path, yeah. oh, okay. it, it, it's a catch-all for all of those. It literally means way. Like if you, if Oz is walking in my way, and I'm trying to get across the street, and he's in front of me, I say, "Hey, apartate de mi camino." It's like separate yourself from my path. But in English, mm. I'm not gonna separate yourself from my path. I'm gonna say, "Get the fuck I, out of my way." <laughs> I, but but I, but I love that though. I feel like yeah. I'm gonna start saying that. Separate yourself from my path. <laughs> it, it could also translate into that that. Thing that's half a car, half a truck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I know what that is, but so, that's obviously not Spanish. Obviously that means he's going to time travel to the mid to late seventies <laughs> and meet Mephisto, who's going to make everybody forget who Peter Parker is. Brand Parker new day. I'm telling you, it's all connected. And then Loki's going to show up. It's all one moment in time. As long as Coulson's there, I'm happy. <laughs> He's my fiscal. <laughs> I'll take it. 
If Colson is Mephisto, I'll take it. <laughs> it all makes sense. It's like the whole show was me playing a dirty trick on me. All Agents of Field was was a dirty Mephisto illusion. <laughs> it was according to Loki. I would love that. <laughs> but um, I didn't see it, yeah, but I it, would love that. Like I got so mad when I read it because it's like who the fuck? Like they're really reaching on that <laughs> that no way home. Like it literally means no way home. It's comicbook.com. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, but you know, look, Oz, you know me long enough to know that it's not because they said that <laughs> that I'm pissed. It, no, it's because of the the the, the clicks they the clicks they get. <laughs> right. know, people right. don't want the truth. They want people to tell them, give them false hope of what it, what it could be. Yeah. So all of Fantastic Forum from now on is going to be us telling you stuff that isn't real that just could be. That's what no Oz more, does already. No more news, no reviews, no nothing. <laughs> It's just gonna be like uh, we're just gonna make up the news and the review. Right. Not even what, gonna read. What, everything what gets do we want to happen today. Everything gets five stars. And if we look on the subject of five stars, if anybody has any news stories, you can chime in now, or we can just jump in to the sweet tooth review. Can 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 I do my my weekly gripe about Guardians of the Galaxy? Sure. Okay. Like, which trust me, I get it, folks. Like, I, I'm here with you. If at this point you're like, is he going to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy and what he doesn't like about Guardians of the Galaxy? We like have MCU? a theme song. We have a theme song uh, about you with Guardians shit. If you allow me to play it, go for it. <laughs> Now's the time. Like, I don't know why I swallowed all that. Uh, like I don't know why I swallowed all that. Uh, let's hear Guardians of the Galaxy. Why, why is it? Why is that the Guardians? Like what? Because you had to put up with it and swallow it and like take it. Oh, you, you should throw the you should throw the mouse laugh in there. That's a good idea. Next time. I mean, I could do. Um, it. Oh, go for it, real time, Bo. <laughs> make it happen. Uh, like I don't know why I swallowed all that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's, That's hilarious. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay. So, uh, you know, this. Well, for those that may not know, this past week uh, or past weekend was E3. And Square Enix announced a Guardians of the Galaxy video game. Uh, I don't know if any of you all saw this. But I did. it's literally a third person uh like video game where you play as Star Lord and it kinda does a little bit of the like I guess for lack of a better um like comparison, it kinda does a little bit of the Mass Effect thing where you like the the rest of the Guardians are like your squad mates. So you they're with you and you basically like give them commands to do certain things at certain points. And I'll tell you, man, I was watching the reveal for this joint and I was so disappointed. You because... see why you see why that's your theme song for Guardian shit? 
Because, like, you know you're going to hate it. You know you're going to hate it, and you still swallow it. <laughs> I, oh, I, boy. I, I <laughs> didn't know right it was now. coming. Pre-ordered you just watching edition. Huh? You already pre-ordered the collector's edition. No, no, no. Listen, listen. If I didn't... If I didn't buy the Avengers game, I'm definitely not buying the Guardians game just because it's you know like I you know that's it, like I, it, it's so huh. In okay. fairness, the Guardians game looked a lot better than Avengers did when they announced I, it. Hold on, hold I on. agree with you. I, I got a question. Yeah, because I'm not I'm not a big Guardians of the Galaxy fan. I haven't read all their books. Mm. What's with the redheaded purple llama? Is that a I, thing? I've read the I've read all the books. I can't tell you. I have That's no idea. Let, and and this is this is the issue. Like the reality none, of the situation. None is, of these characters look anything like the movie except for maybe Groot and Rocket. But Rocket looks like twenty years older. I don't here's the thing. I, I would give you Groot, and that's it. And but here's the thing, like I don't need them to look like the movie. I just need them to look like the Guardians. And that's the thing where again, like <laughs> Well, you the can get them to look like the movie, or you can get them to look like the Guardians, but you can't get both. <laughs> well, I, I want them to look like the Guardians of the Galaxy, like the comic book version, even the new comic book version. I would take, which, and and in fairness, I'll give them like I did notice in the pre-orders, like one of the newer costumes from the comic is like one of the pre-order like costumes or whatever. So I'm like, okay, I mean, I guess they're trying, but at the same time, they're not trying that hard because they'll make it look like the comic, but they're not going to make it act like the comic. Especially, like, and, and this is my issue with this reveal because I'm watching this joint and I'm like, man, like, remember how I was talking about how, like, you know, the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie is my least favorite MCU film because it didn't feel like the Guardians... Like, I was used to Marvel basically taking the comics and bringing that to the screen. And I felt like Guardians was, like, the first MCU film where it's, like, it didn't feel like they tried to do that. They were like, oh, you know, it's the Guardians. We can do whatever we want because nobody read these books anyway. And I was like, okay. And they took liberties in the first movie. Then when you get to the second movie, the stuff that wasn't the comic they ratcheted all that stuff up to like eight or like 10. And I'm just like, oh, like Guardians 2 is easily my least favorite MCU film because it's like all the parts of it, all the parts of the first movie I didn't like are are dialed up. This game, it's like, okay, all the parts about the guardians that you don't like or that I don't like got pushed to like 13. I'm like, oh, <laughs> so it's like, it's like, oh, it's like the worst version of a guardians movie put into an interactive space. And that's going to last for probably like 30 hours. I don't know. Maybe it's only going to be, maybe it's only going to be like 20. I don't know. But either way, I'm just like, but, but the it best feels part so is- bad. Like it's literally like, the Guardians have this banter and they just like talk to each other as they fight, which, you know, in a comic book, we all know like heroes sometimes talk during fights. I mean, Spider-Man is famous for that. 
and the people that write Spider-Man well, it's like that that like those jokes and that like conversation he's having is entertaining. And other comic books try to emulate that specifically, and some do it better than others, right? But man, when I tell you that in this game, I was like, oh my God. Like, I'm just like, is there like a mute? Like, is there a, a toggle where I could be like, don't have them talk? Because if there's not, there's no way I'm going to play this game. Because <laughs> they are talking to each other and just like, it's, it's, it's nonsense. It's like, what are they saying? Why are they talking like this? Like, every bird, every member of the Guardians of the Galaxy is talking to every other member as they fight things. And it's just like, oh my God, please have them shut up. It's like, it's, <laughs> it was killing me to watch it. And I'm just like, I can't believe like Square Enix found a way to mess up another Marvel game. Like to the point where I'm just like, I'm not gonna play that. Like, no, no, no thanks. Like, I don't, I don't even wanna, I, yeah. So I'm just like, if they're making a third person like action uh, Guardians game where you play Star Lord, and I want no parts of it. It, it has like light RPG elements. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. So whoever is in charge of licensing for for friggin' Marvel needs to make sure Square Enix makes no more Marvel games because <laughs> this is a second a second whiff. I'm like, wow, I can't believe it. Like, I'm just saying, like, in my mind, I love comics. I love games. I I want those things to intersect. And this is the second Marvel game where I'm just like, no thanks. And I'm like, that feels like a problem to me. But who knows? Maybe, maybe uh, the demographic likes it. Like, maybe if you're like 22 and you play video games, maybe that's your chance. I don't know. But I'm just like, not me. I just uh, pre-ordered the Cosmic Deluxe Edition. It's like 350 bucks. <laughs> Actually, I, I'm watching the, the trailer's playing in front of me. and This is Square Enix. It kind of looks like a step backwards. It kind of looks like a Telltale I mean, game almost. It it does look, it does have like that kind of feel to it as far as like the graphics and such. But when you look at the gameplay, you can tell it's not a Telltale game because it's 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 a, yeah definitely it's a legit like action, a third person like action game with some light RPG elements. So, I mean, it's, honestly, the gameplay isn't the problem. It's it's everything else. It's like the the, the game design and the aesthetic is my issue. Yeah. Did you see when the devs were talking about making the game? Mm. The guy was talking about how he was a big Guardians of the Galaxy fan from way back. He was bringing up comics like, oh, I've been reading since the 70s and all this shit. And nah. like, oh, we're trying to Lies. combine the comics Lies. with the movie and all this. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Lies. Like, first of all, you can't be like, oh, I've been reading Guardians since the 70s and talk like this team that is in this book, it's like they weren't around in the 70s. So it's like those comics you're reading aren't even relevant unless there's some Easter eggs in the in the game that I don't know about, which is, is possible. But somebody who like, oh man, I've been a, a Guardians fan since the 70s. 
I don't feel well, like he I'm, would I, make this game, or he or she would not make this game. I was paraphrasing, but I don't I don't remember exactly what he said. But he was he was basically saying, "Oh, I've been a fan since way back." I mean, this team has been around since what? The early two thousands, I think. Right? When was Annihilation? I don't even know. Uh, like two thousand eight, two thousand five. Oh, damn! No, so it's he, like so mid to late two thousands. Yeah, this dude's been talk. This dude talked like he was in it since like the nineties at the least. Yeah. I mean, you can like, and that's the thing where it's like, don't get me wrong. Like, understand? Like, I, I'm only I'm not trying to gatekeep. What I'm saying is, like, if you if you were a Guardians of the Galaxy fan before two thousand, this team doesn't have any doesn't share any DNA with anything previous to that. So it's like, and like, and I remember like the reason why I picked up the new Guardians, or what, in my mind, what I think of as the new Guardians of the Galaxy, was because I was a fan of the the old ones, and I was just like. Oh, they're making like a modern, modern day version of the team because Guardians of the Galaxy is like basically like if you're like a DC fan, it's a, it's a equivalent to friggin' uh, Oz. Help me. What? What's, what what's, <laughs> with all the crazy names with the guy, the guy and gal? Legion all, of Superheroes. Thank oh. you. Arms fall off boy who who's gonna show up in uh Suicide Squad. Right. So it's it's like equivalent to Legion of Superheroes, where Guardians of the Galaxy only existed in the future of the Marvel Universe. And then they made a team that was like in the modern day version of, of Marvel, the Marvel universe. And I'm like, oh, that's different. Like, how's that gonna work? Because like the as far as like the history of Guardians of the Galaxy is all about being in the future. And and that was like a big plot point in the first like story arc because it was kind of like like literally one of the future guardians of the galaxy kind of shows up and is like, wait, what? Like, no, we're the guardians of the galaxy. <laughs> you know, like like there's like a whole time like it's plot yeah. point. And so like like it's like the people that were in the future that were called the Guardians of the Galaxy didn't know that there was a Guardians of the Galaxy that existed in what we what was considered the present day, you know, Marvel comic book era, and that was kind of part of the whole thing. Where it's like, oh, they're so like, like this is where you get the whole uh, underdog, like, you know, um, like heroes that nobody recognizes as heroes kind of thing from like that's that was the whole thing where it's like man the guys that call themselves the guardians of the galaxy in the future don't even know that these guys ever existed you know so they're on the whole yeah. i'm looking it up right now they're on a whole different they're even on the on 616 right they're right six nine <laughs> one right <laughs> Tiger <laughs> Claw in chat says the game looks cool though. The only issue is you only play as Star Lord. If only they let you play as the other Guardians. Uh, is that a factor for your uh, for your distaste? No. No, I mean I, I I totally respect the the design decision in saying you're gonna play as one character and you can like 
have the other characters as like, you know, as, as your crewmates, like that makes a lot of sense to me in a lot of ways, honestly. So it's not that. It, my, my issue is that the characters, not only do they not act like the characters that I like from the comics, they act like the characters from the movies, which I'm not the biggest fan of, but I could, you know, like I said, I can stand, like if it was like, like for instance, the Telltale game has them act like the characters from the movies to a degree. And there's a um, a certain amount of like comic book DNA that they put into those characters, and like it's it's a good mix, or at least uh, what I'll say is is it's an acceptable mix. It's like you can tell that in the Telltale game, they're like, well, we have to acknowledge the 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 version of the characters that most people know. But there's someone at Telltale that's like, but we know that that's not like the the source, like the, the source material, the, the characters don't act like that. So let's try to put in as much of that as we can without alienating the the version that, or the version of these characters that most people know. And I appreciate that as a fan where I'm just like, oh, okay, like they're trying to, they're trying to, put a little bit in there for people like myself who's like okay you you're you're a fan that has been reading and we get that you know this version of this, these characters aren't the ones that maybe you want but here's a nod and I'll take that that's all I'm asking for is a nod what I'm saying is Square Enix isn't doing that at all like they're like Oh, you like Guardians of the Galaxy? Well, obviously you love these movies, and if you love these movies, well, we're gonna ratchet up these movie characters <laughs> up another notch. Like, like even like I know that like they mentioned like uh, Oz, you mentioned Rocket, and I'm like, dude, this little beard thing they gave Rocket, like they gave him like a I don't even know what that's called. What's the little? The it's not a, I mean, the Van Dyke? Huh? Is it a goatee? He looks like Captain. I, mean, I guess it's technically a goatee, but it's like I call it, it Jack it, Sparrow because he's got like some dice and yeah, right, on it and all that. Like it's like it's longer on the bottom, and he has rubber bands like <laughs> hold, hold it together. And it's like, why is that happening? I'm sorry, I like I had to mess around, talking animated, and hit my camera. <laughs> but I'm just like, why is that happening? Because it's edgy. Is it though? Is that what Edge is? I don't think so. Not anymore. Maybe it used to be edgy, but once Jack Sparrow did it, then it became less edgy, right? Well, no, Square Enix isn't an American company either at this point. So, part of it too is that some of the problem that the Activision, or I'm sorry, the other the Avengers game had was um, that they can't make it look like the movies. They got to distinguish it because. Rights issues. If if all of a sudden, you know, uh, what's his name, the dude that does the voice of Rock is like, oh, they're both, they making money on what I did on screen, right. so they got to make it look distinguishable and different. No, for that, I reason. agree with you one hundred percent. And even like personality shit too, like that. That's part of it that goes into I, that. I and think well, that's, but- that's what Lawrence is saying. If you want to differentiate from the movies. You make it more like the comics. 
Right, and and which you have the license to. Yeah. And so you but can, nobody you can like technically that. make like nobody wants comic stuff, book. nobody wants stuff like the comics. But well, like, I do. Most of the people that love Guardians of the Galaxy don't know there's a comic, or think yeah, it came out exactly. after the movie. Yeah, <laughs> based on the movie Guardians of the Galaxy, two thousand nine. And, mm-hmm. and and that's the whole, the whole thing is like I'm not saying don't make it. Like I get you have to make it distinct from the movie, but you you have a choice on which direction you want to go. You can make it more like the movie and like ratchet it up, or you can make it less like the movie and like take it down some notches. And I'm just like, dude, like this is no good. Like for me, it's no good because I'm just like, I don't like I don't like Rocket. I don't like. Gamora, I don't like. I don't like Star Lord. I don't like Dra- Drax. Like, what did they do to Drax? Like, they made his like his tattoos look like like digital like digital like camouflage or something. Like, it's so weird. It's so weird. I I just I can't do it. And it's like they would have to like show me something really like really uh I, I like i can't even think of what they would have to show me honestly drax for me like, to be like drax looks like fluff uncle fester <laughs> it's it's so weird it's like the whole thing is like completely like i'm just like it's all the things i hate about modern guardians like turned up a notch but so what i'm just is like that okay llama? that llama's bugging me what is it I don't know. It's got red hair. It's like a Pinheiro. Is it Mephisto? Is it? it, It's definitely Mephisto. Black Widow? It's Mystique. It's Mystique (laughs) all along. Mystique all along. Look, and that was was Larry's Guardian's gripe. Uh, I don't know why it's talking about that. (laughs) I'll take it. Yeah. And. and no more news. We're going into reviews. Anybody Let's do it? it. Right. Yeah, I got one news thing, but it ain't it ain't worth nothing. Yeah, and turn off your TV, heck. I don't have my TV on. Oh, sorry. Oh, that might be me. I'm sorry. Mayor's the heck today. So Sweet Tooth, Sweet Tooth premiered on Netflix last week. It feels like it's been forever. I finished it too fast. And uh, you know, if, if you subscribe to our channel here, there's a review of the trailer and all that. And in it, I talked about how it didn't look like the comic, but they could yeah, do things. So we're here to review that, and we're here to get the impressions of the rest of the guys. Um, you did you guys watch it all at all? Like who who did like? So I know where I, to get this conversation. Okay, I, I haven't seen it all. I only you, got halfway through. Okay, uh, Larry. I mean Joe, you didn't watch any of it, right? No, I don't have Netflix. Didn't Larry give you his password? Like, wasn't that something we agreed on like six months ago? <laughs> no, he doesn't have a Netflix. Like he gets. Right. From someone else, right? Uh, all right. 
All right, it's five out of five. It's not like the comic. All right, uh, let's do uh, because I know Oz didn't watch it. I watched the whole thing. What are you talking about? Okay, well, I don't care what you think. So, five out of five. Well, let's start with impressions. Like, what, what, how did you guys feel watching the first episode? Let's start with that, Larry. Um, I felt, I felt good about the first episode, generally speaking. Um, I like the narrator. Uh, like that feels like comic booky to me, even though I'm not sure. I don't remember if that's like actually what happens in Sweet Tooth, like if there is a narrator or not. But it it does feel comic bookish and I like that aspect of it. And um you know all in all like I appreciated the first episode. You know, by no means do I feel like, you know, it's like you know, sometimes a show needs like an episode or two or three to like kind of like get its stride. And I don't know that I would say that Sweet Tooth is, is that kind of show because it's like by no means like for instance, just in comparison, it's not Ages of Shield where like like the first episode was like kind of garbage. Um however it it like I watched the first episode and I enjoyed it, but I watched like episode two and episode three and like those a lot more. Um but yeah, that, like episode one was definitely good enough for me to be like let me keep watching and see what's going to happen next. Like it, it made it compelled me to want to watch the next episode, and because I had actually like I know the comic a little bit, it, there were some aspects of it that I was like, oh yeah, that's like it feels not like the comic in some ways, but at the same time, it felt like it hit enough of the touch points that I was like, okay, this is this is like it's legit. And then on top of that, it's like there's some things that I'll ignore despite not being like the comic book. Okay. Well, look. Uh, but th- did you read the comic at all? I mean, I've read like the first, what, I want to say like, maybe two. But not in preparation for the show, right? No, no, from okay. before. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Now, Oz, man, Give me your impression. Of, uh, I mean, you say you watched the whole thing, so you can just give me an impression of the whole thing. Similar to what Lauren said, uh, I, I it might have been the first or the second episode, but when Big Man shows up is when it really starts to ramp up. Uh, I I have tro- They say the kid uh, bef- was there before Big Man for a year. I don't believe that kid would survive that long. <laughs> So there's a lot of times that the, the show kind of like threw off my suspension of, of disbelief or whatever for a little bit. But Aside from the antler, it, well, I mean, I've already accepted that this kid has antlers. Now you telling me this kid survived for a year? I'm gonna need a little bit more info on what the hell he did, because what they showed me that he did for that whole year felt like okay, maybe that was a month before Big Man came in and saved his ass. But whatever. Um. Overall, it, it's a good show. I mean, I w- wouldn't say 
it was amazing. Uh, I'm glad I watched it. I recommend anybody that has Netflix go check it out. It's only what eight episodes, nine episodes, so it goes by quick. And I it made me want uh, season two. All right. Now, uh, I I've read the comic. I've reviewed the comic. <laughs> <laughs> I watched this. I, I I really enjoyed this uh, this series. Like it, it was it was it was good. It wasn't like a comic. There's a lot in it, and I wish I wish Joe would have seen it because I would have loved to like explain to Joe some things that they do here and give him the separation or the difference that they do uh, in the comic. And one of the big things is is uh, is really like the dad, <laughs> the dad. Mm-hmm. He is good, loving father. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he dies. And in the comic, he's a religious nut that says, like, you are God's wrath. You are God's punishment to these sinners. You know, mm. uh, the show does something where he uses the, the apple with the ants as, like, kind of a metaphor. And uh, that's kind of what he does in the comic, only it's sin. And, you know, there's a lot of they made a lot of decisions here uh, creatively to differentiate from the comic to make it more palatable for some people. Yeah, maybe feel political, maybe feel less like soften it some, huh? They softened it a lot. Like they, you know, the the doctor, Doctor Singh, um, mm-hmm. they gave him. They tried to make him likable. Um, yeah. They got a likable actor that that's look. This guy's a beauty queen compared to how he looks like in the comic. And I wish I would. <laughs> I, I actually do have. Like I'll put in some pictures. I, I took some pictures oh, in goodness. in the comic. Now I know. I know the dad was a religious nut. So did the dad ever know Sweet Tooth's origins like he did in this? No. Because they, no, no. I, I was actually, as far as I remember, there wasn't a full explanation on what happened. Yeah. Uh, but in the show, they tell you exactly what, like, they, they gave me so much origins. I love the last couple of episodes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love the origins of things. Uh, but it explains why he wouldn't see Sweet Tooth as a, a savior figure or something like that. Right. Yeah. He he. It's uh the the the. I in the comics he didn't know what he was, but he knew that he was like an omen. Yeah. Like he's a sign. Like he knew Sweet Tooth caused this fucking virus to kill humanity. Uh. And uh. But he didn't know why or. Or that he was like the reincarnation of the the, the Inuit god. Like, and, did, did his name mean what it meant in the show? His his, uh, his actual name, that Sweet Tooth. Uh, look, I don't even remember that in the show. What was the name? It was an an acronym for genetic uh, unit. Something. Oh yeah, no, no, that 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 wasn't in the comic. Okay, so yeah, so they do explain a whole lot about. Yeah. They they create a new they create a new uh, origin for pretty much everybody. Uh, they for for uh, Jeopard, it's a different origin. It, it feels like it could be like what it was in the comic, but his motivations aren't in line with that original origin. <laughs> like it, 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 uh, the the his motivations and actions here aren't uh, in that. And one of the prime examples is. Um, 
just like him taking to see his mom. <laughs> like he wants to see his mom, and he's just taking them. And the, the worst thing about that is that he's like, ah, oh, his mom is probably dead. But let's not tell him. He needs hope. <laughs> Whereas in the comic, he's like, you know what? I'm going to take you to a place where they're going to take care of you, a reserve, a preserve where they can take care of people. That mm-hmm. And uh, in the comic, he's just trying to barter him to get his wife's remains <laughs> back. Mm. And so he's leading him on, but he's literally giving them to the villain of the story. So that they can experiment on them and chop them up, and hey, you don't think about it, you know. Um, one of the things they did in the comic, uh, which I think, let me see if I can share this picture. I, I believe I did um, enable it here. But one of the things is they show Sweet Tooth in the second episode going to a uh, what you call it, uh, a city. Uh, I'm sorry, a house. Because he smells food, and then in it he meets a little kid, and he hears music for the first time, and he's dancing little, little happy feet, sweet tooth, um, mm-hmm. and, and he used to see another boy, and you get to see him like, oh, he gets to be a, a little boy freely. Finally, it, it'd be good for him to stay here. In the comic, he smells the food and he goes to get it in the house, and he meets a little boy, but the little boy's been decomposing for two years. <laughs> oh, wow <laughs> so they created That's all definitely stuff. different it's definitely different and uh even the the city the little community where the people live with dr singh and that backstory there that city's in the comics but all it is is child trafficking for sexual pleasures where they make kids into furries for people who have fetishes about fucking the hybrids Wow. Yeah, and what? they try to like they try to like kidnap Sweet Tooth to like it's like you know this in this new world people have varying tastes yeah so they try to buy them wow. off the and then and then you know there's a whole thing with Sweet Tooth he doesn't like that Jepper does bad things but then he's like they just left this bunny suited fifteen year old girl on the hands of these bad people and Sweet Tooth's like you know I don't like it when you do bad things but I think. Uh, I think now we kind of need to. And Jepper's like, ah, can we just get the fuck out of here? And he's like, we can't just leave her like that. And then Jepper goes and just fucking murders the fuck out of the husband and wife that are trafficking these kids. And uh, wow, you don't get that in the TV show. That Rockford community is literally just a bunch of people trying to live at home. <laughs> um, I have a picture here. And hopefully I can share it. Um, let's see. Share screen. Uh, while you pull that up real quick, you know, subculture girl, uh, subculture girl in chat says, in the show, the acronym was Gus. Right, yeah. In the comic, I don't think that was it. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it, I, didn't, I didn't even look at that. But, yeah, that's... That's the cover. Those are the teenage prostitutes and the bunny dress dress girl. That's that's when they see. <laughs> yeah, look. I thought part of it was you know everything was being polished for Netflix. Yeah, even the gore. Like there's a scene. This is him murdering the the dudes that the young girls here. Let me see if I can share that real quick. And. Uh, There's that right there. 
uh, a lot of the gore, a lot of the violence here is is very, you know, Jeopard looks like a weathered, <laughs> weathered man. They made him a football player in the show, but he's he's actually a hockey player, <laughs> a washed-up hockey player. No. But, hey, you know, it's not too different, but part of his problem in hockey was that he fought so much. <laughs> he would, like, leave dudes, like, he would force them into retirement. So it, it kind of, he had his issues that they had to work with. Um, but, yeah, uh, you know. It's interesting I, because, like, the the... the character or the actor they ended up picking like it doesn't make sense for him to be a hockey a hockey player because he doesn't have right. That, the right kind of frame for it right but if you wanted a black dude to be a hockey player like you could you could have done that wait, like, wait, wait, hold, hold. in the show yeah in the yeah. show he's not a hockey he's a football player right that that's the whole point i'm making it doesn't make sense for the person they pick. Oh, the comic is my bad. All right, sorry. Right, right. Mm-hmm. To be like, it makes more sense if you pick him. Yeah, it makes more sense for him to be a football player than a hockey player. Sorry, I was going my Guardians of the Galaxy pre-order while you were talking. <laughs> <laughs> but but if you want a like if you want a a black person in that role, which again it's like, you know, I mean I I get it, like. You know, you you want more diversity, and 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 to a degree that makes sense. However, it's like if you want a black person in that role, you could have picked a black person that has the frame of a hockey player that happened to be good as well, and and that would have been maybe a fit that would have like both given you what you want in regards to diversity as well as like but that's that's you and your guardians bullshit like really like what what, what, uh, what do you mean because like you're trying to make sense of this but it's like they just change the character and they change them and they, they like if they're not going to get you know the dead kid where they find the food uh, right in the show why they're going to try to get that right you know yeah, well, why you gotta be a, a black football player? Why can't it be a luchador? It doesn't look. I'm more mad that why isn't he trying to deliver Gus to the villain to get his wife's remains? <laughs> he I mean, could be, he could be a green fucking alien as long as he's that's what he's trying to do. I don't give a fuck. Hey, <laughs> I, I, I guess that's fair. If you're a fan of the comic, you're like. If it follows the same plot points but happens to be an yeah. alien, I get why you might be like, I'm happier with that versus anything else. But I guess more so, that, I mean, I'm assuming the reason why they made or why they casted somebody African-American in that role was just more like, well, we don't want everyone to be white. And that makes sense to me, where it's like, I get it. Like, di- diversity, has, it's been proven diversity helps like the the appeal of shows because if you if you have like basically if you have people that aren't white in shows as well along with white people like there's a greater draw to the shows so it's like that makes sense to me i'm not, from a from a strictly marketing perspective but i'm saying like if you want to have a a a, a hockey player that happens to be black, you can do that. 
Like it's not like they're not black hockey players. Like yeah, they, as most of the shows they exist. Leave, leave that. Like like we're not stuck on hockey, man. We're stuck on plot on differences from the comic. Like that's not the difference. Well, no, but that's the difference from the comic. Yeah, but that's that's irrelevant. Is or, how, wait, why is that difference irrelevant? Because that's just some minute detail. Like it's not a story mm. character. Well, if he's a, a washed up athlete, he could be a washed up athlete on anything as long as that is what drives him to do what he's gonna do. <laughs> you know, he could have okay, you know, done what you you know. Right now in Pride Month, we saw a big UFC fight. He could have been a UFC guy. Whatever he could have been, whatever. Like he's just—he's not doing what he's supposed to be doing from that point on. <laughs> you know. I hear you. the The bigger point is follow the story points or the, right. the plot points from right. the comic. Okay, that's fair. I was happy about furry hookers. Damn it. Yeah. That's what Mo wants to see. <laughs> it was a, it was just a good moment. Like they point a gun at Jeopard's face. Cause he's like, "What the fuck?" And then the guy's like, "You just got to keep walking." And then they see Gus, and they're like, "And then the wife gets Gus and puts a gun in his head, and she's like, and he goes, uh, <laughs> Jeopard just looks at the guy pointing gun at him. It's like if you, we're gonna shoot him, if uh, if you don't, you know, give him to us or whatever, and he or leave, and he's like, I'm not leaving without him, but." He goes, either way, we're all fucking dead. You shoot me, I'll get you. I'll still fuck you up. <laughs> he just stares him down, and then the guy's like, doesn't shoot him. And then he just fucks him up. Like, he just breaks his fucking... Uh, uh, that's the, the picture I posted where he hits him with the butt of the shotgun and just breaks his fucking face. And uh, and then he, he then he goes back and finishes the job after Gus tells him. It, it, was, it was amazing. And that's issue... Four, I think, from the first trade paperback, and uh, right. yeah. So I don't know. We'll see where where the seasons goes. Uh, Netflix shit has been only lasting about two, three seasons now, so uh, we might not. Hopefully, you know, I, I don't think I don't think we're gonna get a, a comics accurate version of it. And uh, did the, I, did the comic version? Because recently we did uh, the return. Right or is that what it's called? Something like that. Sweet Tooth: The Return or something like yeah. that. Oh yeah, yeah. The the comic up before that was that like a full story? Did it feel like it was ending and then the return was a sequel? Or yeah. Was it the same. Okay. So let that whole first arc before the return. How far into that arc is this Netflix show at the end? If if at all, because I mean it could diverge so far yeah. that we hit that red line and we're in a multiverse. That that's funny. <laughs> um, that's the funny thing about this: the stuff they chose to keep it like the comic, and this is kind of how I, I staged my review or, or pre-produced my reviews. Like, there's a lot of differences, but there's a lot of things they try to keep the same. And aside from the ancillary stories, your Doctor Singh, your Amy, uh, but the the path that that they take more or less, Jeopard and Gus, that is. It's kind of the for the first five issues, with the exception of him delivering them to the villain. But what we see of the villain, you know, what we know Doctor Strange is going to be doing, um, all that you start seeing in the first five issues. So it, it, that first season is like the first five issues, more or less. Um, one of the things they do do really well is the casting. Like the guy that um, they made... That admiral, or general, whatever Abbott, 
they made him look uh, more menacing <laughs> than he does in the comic. He looks really good, but he looks more or less like the comic, you know. Um, his brother, they didn't show him a lot, but when they did show him, look like the comic, and he seems like he's gonna have a similar character type. Amy doesn't exist in the comics, um, but you know we're seeing where where that story where uh, the, all those kids that she had in that zoo, you meet in the comics. And they're just already imprisoned when you get to them. So they're kind of giving you a little bit of a prequel um, of her, uh, Wendy, the pig girl, and Dr. Singh um, in it as well, which I can see them adding that. But I, I, don't, I don't see why they need to make Dr. Singh likable at all. Like, he's, he works for a bad guy, and, and he's subservient to him. Like, fucking kill him too. Yeah. But... They're trying to make him likable for whatever reason. And, uh, I mean, read the comics. I always say read fucking comics. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. And uh, the one thing they really did is that kid, even though his face isn't as jaunt or uh, angular <laughs> as Sweet Tooth, like, this kid does some good shit. Like, when he yeah. sees Jeopard kill, you see that look in his face where he's like, I know he's not supposed to kill, but he helped me. You know, like, it, there's a little bit, a, I want to say something like 12 frames <laughs> of, a, of, of a scene where he's like, you're seeing his mind process where like, he just did some bad shit. Right. But, like, because he, he has a little bit of a morality thing with his dad and, and all this shit. Yeah. And, and he like, he doesn't want to eat live things. I don't know. I don't remember if the show actually did that. In the comic, he actually makes a point to not eat, doesn't want to eat live things. Right. Uh, and um, so th that kid, that kid does a good job. Like, I, I love that kid. <laughs> as God. I agree. And uh, the, the effect with the ears is, is yeah. great. Um, it's really good. One of the things they did differently was that deer that came to like give him backup, but they didn't give him backup. <laughs> like, it was just like, Showing his face so the guys could get scared. In the comic, that that's expressed a little differently. <laughs> yeah, but um, but it is similar. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they do. And then you know, Bobby. Bobby is a big change. Like, Bobby looks different. He looks cute as fuck. And I think part of it is the art that Def Lemire has. Mm -hmm. It doesn't lend itself <laughs> to making this like you. It's it's ugly looking. Like these hybrids, like you would see half of these hybrids you see in the show, you don't understand why people would hate them. Like they want to keep them around so they can look. If I had a friend like Bobby that I could just pet, I'd be happy. But Bobby don't look like that in the comic. And then, uh, yeah, I actually did fan art of Bobby. Let's see if I can bring that up here. Wait, you did personally did fan art. Back when I was reading Sweet Tooth back like 10 years ago or something. Nice. They put it on my Instagram, but I'll show it here. Uh... But yeah, that's that's Bob. <laughs> yeah. That's Bob. What? Doesn't Bobby look like the comic? Uh, yeah, I mean, you could bring it up. It's not, look, I'm not. I'm no great artist, so <laughs> I just I, I like just, the picture. I really like I really like the character, and I like 
and I'm like, you know what? I think that might be one I can I can kind of draw. So I just sat down and did it. And then uh right. in the show, he looks he looks different. So yeah, that there's Bobby right there. And then I don't know, Joe, if you can if you have Bobby from the show. Let me see if I can oh, let me get him real quick. Okay. Um Bobby looks cute as fuck. <laughs> in the show. In the show, yeah. And uh yeah. he's a great character. Like, I don't want to spoil the comic, but there's a analog to the opening scene where like that scene where Jeopard comes to save him, it's almost shot for shot like the comic. And at the very end of the comic, there's a scene where you see a little Gus about to get killed and then he gets shot with an arrow instead of a shotgun. Hey, like there's Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> he and, looks uh, all Disney-ish. Yeah. But he, he's, he talks the same. That's good. But Yeah, um, yeah. But in the comic, when you see that, and it's like the big man comes and saves little Gus, and then you realize that's not little, that's little uh, Richard. <laughs> that's Sweet Tooth's son. And Sweet Tooth is the one that saves him, and then Sweet Tooth comes out. Actually, no, it's not Sweet Tooth. It's actually Bobby that saves him. So Bobby comes out all grown up, all buff, <laughs> like, because they're still fighting the war against humans at the end. And, uh, yeah, spoilers. <laughs> but it, it's like, I want to see that like those scenes, the ending scenes on the show. So I wanted to to be to you know people for people to watch it. It, it was trending at like number two for a long time. For right. Yeah. So hopefully you know hopefully it gets renewed. I know Robert Downey Jr.'s company hasn't been having good luck with the stuff they make. So hopefully they can remove some of that stink. If Netflix is gonna keep on with with Lucifer, I think Sweet Tooth has a shot. Ah, look. You're I don't hoping. Know. I don't know. I, I you well, know, I guess, yeah. I guess you like Sweet Tooth, so yeah. To strike against it, yeah. And you know, <laughs> I tried to be, you know, part of me is like, now that we're on YouTube, like the rage thing doesn't really work. Like people like happy YouTubers that like everything, and I tried to for Sweet Tooth, but you know, people like positivity, <laughs> yeah. And like, that's part of what Sweet Tooth is. It's like. Sweet Tooth, the show is about hope, you know, and 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 getting, you know, living in this post-apocalypse, you know, finding a cure in this. Whereas Sweet Tooth, the comic is like, no, you're all dead, and this is the, there's no anything that going back to normal means leading up to everything that led us to this. So you humans have to die, <laughs> yeah. And uh, so the show is very, like, in that respect, is very less nihilistic and fatalistic. And, I mean, once you hear the words nihilistic and fatalistic, you're like, oh, no wonder Mo looked that shit. Yeah? And that's what I don't like about the show. But I know people want hope. People want false hope. They love that. You know? They love the, 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 the things that are going to tell them it's okay so they can sleep at night. But no, it's not going to be okay. There's no okay. And there's no bad either. There just is. And there's just life and death, and we're all racing towards it. Like, so I, I, in that respect, I, I don't like that the show did that, but people need it if you want to make a hit. Definitely, <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't say enough. People should go watch it. It's a great documentary on 2020. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and where we could have gone. Look, hey, look, COVID 2021. I, there's. <laughs> I sneezed one time and thought I was going to be wrapped in cellophane. Yeah, look. No, well, 
it, it, like we're still waiting on COVID twenty one, man. It's coming. It's gonna come harder than Catwoman with Batman going down on it. But yeah, I oh, think. Geez. I think it has a good shot at getting to season two. Although, yeah, it is a, a knock that, that you like it, Mo. Yeah, yeah. I, I've always said that. You know, Netflix picked up Lucifer for season. They're like, well, okay, one season and it's done. Final season, season four. Mo said he hates it. All right, we're doing five and six now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's. I mean, what 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 can I do? Like, I feel like you're kind of neutral because although you like the show, you hate that it's not like the comic and that might be enough to get it going for at least another season and a half. Well, it, it, here's the thing. I enjoy the show. It's still a good show. It's just not like the comic. And I do, um, I do like pointing out now that I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm trying not to do it in an angry way. And yeah, you know, Larry, Larry, you heard me talk about it to you <laughs> last right. week about your haircut, and I was like, I'm trying to subdue myself, and I talked about it today right. with the client, and but people are responding to it and they're enjoying it, and but you know, again, that's what people like. People like messages of hope. They like things that that you know, mirror what they are and see them succeed. Where it's like, not everybody succeeds. Yeah, for Netflix uh, executive watching this, you heard it here. I mean, uh, Mo will pay you the money to watch it and be angry the whole time. Best of both worlds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do. Um, I do like the responses getting from people that haven't read the comics, like them, like resonating with them. I like seeing them enjoy something, and I wish they would read the comic. Luckily, last on June eighth, last. Friday, last Wednesday, I think, Tuesday or Thursday, uh, the compendium came out. And uh, Joe, if you can cue up that Mo Deal music, because I'm about to do a Mo Deal before we do into these ratings. All right. Here comes the money. Here we go. Mo money, Mo money, Mo money, Mo money. money. So the compendium came out. Look how thick this is. It's a uh, fuck. I don't even know how many pages. I don't think they're numbered, but it's sixty dollars for the whole series, and uh, with your Mo deal, and it's a flawed Mo deal because it, now you can get it today if you click the link. Joe, I put the link in our private chat. If you could put it in the comments, uh, if you want to buy it today, it's only fifty three ninety nine. <laughs> But when I actually bought it, it was $35.99. So I should have filmed I filmed <laughs> that Mo deal to play here, but that price is no longer it. And our affiliate link doesn't work. So I'm just giving you the regular ass link. Um, but yeah, it, it's worth it at $60. If you want the hardcover for your coffee table book uh version of it, it's like a hundred. And uh the, the hardcover is is worth it. I I but you know I my hope is to have this at the barbershop and anybody that talks to us can read it while they're waiting for a haircut now that restrictions are are a little bit lifted. So I got the paperback for that reason. But yeah, $35 for me, 53 for you. Um, that's your Mo deal. Um, but yeah, I, cu- I couldn't recommend the comic more. It, it's even um, all the, the 
the stuff that the show does in kind of mirroring the world we're living in, you know, from the prejudice and, and all that shit and trying to cling to some normalcy like the comic does uh, almost prophetically. Uh, so it, it's, you know, it's just not going to give you the hope because you're a human and not a hybrid. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, we're going to jump into these, uh, these ratings. Joe, I know you didn't watch it, but how would you rate our review of Sweet Tooth? <laughs> Real quick, before my, before my rating, uh, that page count is 920. Oh, okay. And, um, you know, your review, this review, I, I want to give it a five. Like, I thought it was pretty interesting, like, watching or uh, listening to you guys. I definitely know more about the show now than I did. Mm -hmm. Um, I do kind of wish it were a little more nihilistic, but mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm kind of interested in watching it. Like, keeping in mind that it's happier than I would like. Yeah. Um, yeah, your review, this review is great. Like, I love this review. Oh, thank you. That's what we do. You make it worth it. <laughs> I know one of the comments on one of our, uh, our, our past episodes was <laughs> a listener told me, uh, you know, one of the funniest things you guys said was asking Joe to review your review of it. <laughs> so I figured I'd do it again, you know. I'll play Amen. that I'll play the hits. Really <laughs> uh, quick, uh, that compendium, $47.99 that Atomic Empire. Okay. That's still pretty good. That's not bad. Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit less than, than Amazon. Yeah. Oz deal. Oz, Oz deal. deal. <laughs> Trying to stay, take my shit, man. Oh, they probably <laughs> bought Look, it. Him. They probably bought it at the price you got it at 35 Yeah. Stuck 47 on it. I should have bought more because I, I think I could have gotten the hardcover for like 65 and I chose to go with the paper. So, but you know, we'll see. I know you, they're already selling it used for 39, but you know, this book will make you cream your pants. So <laughs> you don't want to get a used one. You can catch something. <laughs> right. Larry, man, your, your review of the first, what, two episodes? No, I watched the first four. Oh, four. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And no, I, I liked it a lot. Like I would I would give it probably what? Four point seven five out of five. It's like and honestly, I feel like the only parts of it that or the only thing that keeps me from making it five out of five is just because I I've read some of the comic and I'm like, oh like I don't understand why we made these changes in this way. It's like it's not saying that it's bad. It's just saying like it's different, and in a way, in my mind, that feels like a little needlessly. Like it could have been like the comic, in a, in some at least at the very least, in small ways that would have made it like you know made fans of the book feel more at home, uh, and wouldn't take anything away from the audience that isn't reading the comic anyway, but. Because of that, I'll give it the the I'll take the point two five deduction. But otherwise, it's a great show. So yeah, four point seven five out of five. Nice. Uh, heck, when well, you didn't get to watch it at all, right? Sorry, I just breezed past you. Nah, it's fine, man. I don't have Netflix right now. Uh, listening to you guys talk about it, 
I might re-up my Netflix just to check it out, see what's going on with the show. Yeah, you could probably get a seven-day trial. <laughs> when I'm of an email address. Nah, too much work. Um, <laughs> when's He Man supposed to come out? I think later this year, right? This year or this month? Oh, maybe this month. I don't Something remember off the top of my head. Out. I feel like I feel like it is sooner. Like I feel like it's like July, but I could be wrong. Yeah, it's not yeah, on Netflix July. though, right? No, it's He Man's exclusive to Netflix. Oh well, there you go. Wow. Um, shit. So July twenty three. So yeah. month and a week from now. All right. So look, I would I would definitely say between He Man and and. Sweet Tooth, it's worth getting a Netflix subscription. I'm a little concerned that you guys keep saying He-Man when it's actually Masters of the Universe and there might be people that don't realize it's the same thing. And then there's That's the problem. Problem. I mean, technically it's He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. So... Well, oh, the, show, the show is called Masters of the Universe Revelation. There's no He-Man in the title. Here's the revelation. He-Man's the main guy. <laughs> Listen, I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to have a, a conversation with the people that un, that don't understand that Masters of the Universe is He Man, and and that might be my shortcoming. I'll take that. Like, if, I, if, if the flaw, I'll, I'll like if this. the flaw in, in my reasoning is that people should know that He Man and Masters of the Universe are the same thing, then I'll be that guy. But Here, here's my thing. And it clearly says He Man and the Masters of the Universe on it. Bet you it doesn't. And That's the original show. Was He Man and the Masters of the Universe? Oh, the original series. It says right there. Yeah. And the original show said the same thing. So the original show came out what 83, 84? If yeah. people don't know Masters of the Universe is He Man, fuck you people. Now Where's our, where's our, where do we stand on the, the Dolph Lundgren movie? Where, where do we stand? Wait. Wait, has everybody talked about what they're talking about for, for, oh, yeah. yeah. Sweet Tooth? Sorry. I'm, I'm hosting wrong. Sorry. Oh, give us, uh, give us a review of Sweet Tooth. I, we, we'll revisit He Man. Four, four and a half, because I didn't actually read that much of the books. It, it's a, it's a fun show. I'm glad I watched it, but, if you don't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't get Netflix to watch this show. But if you already have it, you you definitely got to watch it. Fair. Yeah. Hey, for me, for me, it is a four out of five. Like I, I really, I enjoyed it, even though I didn't like aspects of the changes. But at this point, it's like okay, uh, I'll see where it goes. Uh, I'm I'm trying. I'm a big fan of Jeff Lemire's. I was trying to find a picture of me talking to him drunkenly <laughs> at Comic Con that I have floating around somewhere, and I couldn't find it to share with you. Yeah, guys. but it was uh, like you, you were speaking to him and like two other people. No, that one was just him. But it, I did do oh. that was my that was my day to do all the Dark Horse interviews because we went from him to um, what was the other one? Uh, Josh Williamson. Josh Williamson, uh, Tim Seeley, yeah, and, and Peter Hogan. 
I think. Yeah, that was a good day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, I, I want to see him succeed. And, you know, we got, uh, what is it? Gideon Falls coming too. We'll see how that goes. As soon as they change. Now I preemptively stopped reading that just so that I can enjoy the show. Um, but yeah, for me, it's a four out of five. Uh, I would like to see it darker, but I understand in these pandemic times, you want to make something for the whole family too, you know? <laughs> so it's not, you know. You're all stuck at home together. You're gonna you want your kids seeing a guy killing a, a pimp that that traffics fifteen year old girls in bunny ears. <laughs> like, hey man, you kid, that yeah. Look, that that's a good learning experience right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, yeah, look, yeah. It's like anybody says, hey, hey kid, I got candy. Tell them I don't give a fuck about my own candy. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Kick him in the balls, run away. But yeah, uh, Joe. Why don't you um, summarize some Red Sonia for us real quick, and we'll jump into that review. And while you're doing that, I got to go. All right. <laughs> so Red Sonia, uh, Red Sonia, the Queen of the Plagues, is about Red Sonia helping out a king who has shown kindness to her when she was a slave in the gladiator pits and she basically comes to help him uh, defend her castle or defend his castle from an invading army and during the process of that uh, she gets the plague and the whole city is infected so they quarantine the city they exile Sonia and she goes on this kind of self-discovery, uh, yeah, a journey of self-discovery. And when she finishes that, she goes to liberate the kingdom uh, from their quarantine. So, yeah, this is... Uh, one of our viewers pointed out, technically not really an animated feature, more mm -hmm. of a motion comic. Um, so, yeah, when it looks terrible, uh, that's the reason why. Well, okay, that's not true. I've seen a lot of really good-looking motion comics. This one just kind of went out of its way to look terrible. Uh, it came out in like, <laughs> 2014 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, it came out not too long ago. Yeah, animation huh. technology wasn't that great back then. 2014 is like friggin' seven years ago. It was 2017 that came out. Listen, we're not talking okay. about a Shrek budget. And even then, it was like the old uh, He-Man and Voltron uh uh, those old motion comics from like the early 2000s look leagues better than this. There's, mm. a, there's um, a lot of plagues on today's show. I don't know if I like it. <laughs> right. That, that's where that's where we live at. There's there's a plague in Sweet Tooth because Jay did. Uh, mm -hmm. We got to give it a. We got to give the people hope. So yeah, like. When people are talking, it looks 
especially bad. Yeah. Um, especially like when it's from the side, and all they could do is just move the lower half of the jaw up and down. <laughs> um, it just—it's true. It, it just is upsetting to look at. My favorite was when uh, she kissed the girl on the head. <laughs> she had to like work, she had to work her lips, and it looked like she was like swallowing her head, like like Batman on Catwoman. <laughs> yeah, it's man. I I really have a newfound appreciation for to your last death. Now <laughs> let, let, let me recreate the uh, the animation style. <laughs> right. That's what, that's what, like. There is definitely like multiple points where it's like you have like the face, and all of a sudden it just like starts waving, starts get to, starts to get wavy. Yeah, and it, it's hilarious. I, I look, I hated to your last death. Uh, part of it was not the animation was terrible. Uh, the story was like whatever, um, but what the only thing that saved this is that it's the comic art, which is good. It just gets distorted and warped <laughs> to make it see motion. And you know, if you ever read comics on Made Fire, they're kind of like that. Only they do a better uh, job of creating an ambiance. Like they have ambient sound. Like when they're walking through the forest. Like I'm like, man, they have a good ass albums where they recorded these uh, <laughs> these vocals because you don't hear any like environmental sounds. They don't try to make it seem like they're in the forest. It's literally like like that Wolverine uh, podcast <laughs> thing, you know. And what even that did a better job. That did a better job of creating an ambiance. Yeah. Yeah. And I know for me, I feel like uh, the my review for uh, the Red Sonia comic kind of applies here, where it's basically he uh, Conan, but a girl. Uh, and even here, like stylistically, there's not enough to like elevate it for me it really is just like like the palmiati had a little bit of style to it this one not as much to me it's just straight girl conan conan yeah look i'm no. glad that's what you were that's what you went with no <laughs> different yeah conan yeah he could have put um, a T in there somewhere. <laughs> so how did you guys like the story? Like getting past the terrible, terrible art. Uh, what did you guys think of the story? I thought the story was was okay. I would have much rather read some of those story elements. I, I'm glad we're talking about this today because it, I, I really felt reading it like, you know what? I wish they would have adapted this and it wasn't like shot for shot like the comic because <laughs> some of these things story elements just work in comics like even the dialogue some of this dialogue only works in comics like when you actually hear somebody say them 
It doesn't. And even like the voices they choose to use, like I I swear they literally just I think they used a clip from Futurama with Zoidberg and for one of these dudes. You know? <laughs> and it's like, you know, they're trying to create this this sound experience. And it's like, you know what? I would have much rather read this. Like even um oh healer, my friend, like some guy says it like that, and it's like no, you don't say that out loud. <laughs> like it's it's funny right. to read because the word bubble tells you that it's just a guy in the background that you're not focusing on listening to. But then whoever directed this and directed these voice actors just put everybody on the same track and channel. So it's like it's literally like you can't differentiate between the inner monologue and her dialogue, <laughs> you know? And that that's that's a real detriment. I think if they would have fixed that for me, I would have gave it another point and a half. <laughs> or point uh, of what I would give it in the final review. I know for me personally, I like that I wasn't reading it just because it's less work. Yeah. Right. Like this level of story, like, if I had to read it, I probably would have taken off another star. Like, yeah. Like for this story, I'm I feel good about just sitting back and like letting it tell itself to me and not like going through the issue of reading it. Or what about you, Lawrence? I mean like for me, I, I, I personally like really enjoyed it. Um don't get me wrong, it has its shortcomings, especially when you talk about it in relation to animation and in relation to, to motion comics. And Blu-rays. Oh, wait, why Blu-ray? Because they actually put it out on Blu-ray for people to buy it. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. That's surprising. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, I'm just saying, it's like, it, like, here's the thing. It's like one of these things where it's like, all you have to do is watch a little bit of it to realize, like, okay, this is not ready for prime time. <laughs> you know, like, this is not like. And and what did what did the listeners say that like that kind of prompted us prompted us down this path? That well, it. Well, it, what what prompted us down this path was, but we were reviewing Red Sonia. And Mo asked me how I felt about the animated movie. And that's right. The animated movie, I'll buy that right now during the show. Right. And then after and yeah, I, it, I was like, damn, you guys, you're going to watch this too. <laughs> and, and, and this is the whole thing where it's like, yeah, like, I don't think you can call this an animated movie. And I'm pretty sure that's like, like basically what the, the listener said, right? Right, yeah. you said it's a motion comic, not an animated movie, and and I I think the listener is in fact correct. They're like, this is definitely a motion comic and not an animated movie, and you know, um, depending on what part you come in at, you might even be able to be like make an argument whether it's a motion comic or not, just because, you know, it definitely is showing you the comic, but when you say motion. That implies something different. <laughs> so, so I'm just saying, like you know, you can make an argument where, 
at, at some points, whether it's a motion comic or not. But but either way it goes, right, there it is. Like, Oz got it right. Like, uh, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, at the end of the day, the story is a good story. And it's like, I probably would have felt different about it if I was just reading, like, this book or this series versus watching it as a motion comic because that's a whole different like level of commitment and attention and uh you know like the story is good but as far as like the motion comic aspect of it it's kind of like you know so what did you think did you watch this whole thing I was so angry. Um, <laughs> when, when you guys said, hey, this is what we're talking about, I watched the trailer and uh, I was out. I wanted to read the story, so I was looking for the uh, physical, for the actual book. And then I really got mad when when Mo sent me uh, a review copy. It's like, oh, I, I'm pretty sure you can't find it, so here's a copy. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I, I put a little bit on of it and I I, I just couldn't do it. But the story and the acting, I mean, I would put it on my on my phone and play it on my radio on my drive and just listen to it. Cause that's not bad. Like it, yeah. it has its issues, like like you guys said, but if I don't have to if you don't have to what? If you just have to watch you can only listen to it, then here's <laughs> Uh, talk about the you know the actress like the the voice for Red Sonja was great. Uh, I agree. Voiced by Misty Lee, and she's done a lot of stuff. But the best thing she's done is Paul Dini. Like she's his wife. Oh, that's Paul Dini's wife. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So um, and that makes a lot more sense because I know for me personally, I was listening to the voice acting and I'm like. Only the main women are good. Yeah. <laughs> like, all, 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 and that was what was real. I was like, all these dudes are like, they feel very subpar, especially like when you're talking about like, um, I don't remember the king's name, but the king that helped free Red Sonia. Like, that dude was bad. And he voiced like six people. And I feel like Five of those six people were bad too, <laughs> and so I I don't know I like I know personally like you know for those that don't know it's like I'm out here like pursuing a career in voice acting and I watched this joint and was listening to the men not the women the women were fantastic but I was listening to the men and I was like. This is what I'm afraid I will sound like when I do my first like <laughs> animated gig. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like I don't want to sound like this where I'm like, oh man, like somebody can listen to them and judge my performance in the way that I'm listening to it right now. And like this doesn't sound like a professional gig for this person. Like like it, it literally made me like go to the booth and like practice. <laughs> no, it it did. I was just like, you know what? Nah, 
<laughs> not gonna be this. I'm. This won't be me. So, yeah, that's how I felt about it. And it wasn't like the worst thing in the world, mind you. I'm not saying like, oh, this all sounds like amateur hour. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is, I, every performance that the most of the men gave, I listened to, and I was like, they could have done, they could have done better, and that's messed up because it's like, I don't, and I, I can't tell you whether it's a thing where it's like, the producers are like, no, I, I, I get it. You're mad that the men weren't as good as the women on on this project. <laughs> I'm not mad they weren't as good. I'm saying my, disappointed. My thing Whatever. Is, the point you the women put in the effort. He, he and I'm not certain the men did. The end. <laughs> I thought you froze. <laughs> no, I didn't freeze. I, I thought I, you know, I thought someone was gonna say something, but no one did. So I'm like, okay, that's it. All right, so look, let's rate this thing. Us. What would you rate? I'm gonna say a, a three. Maybe if I actually read the comic, it'd get a higher score. Like the, the comic itself, as opposed to this, it's just I I, I can't watch it. But like, it's <laughs> just, just uh, put it put it have it playing on your phone and go for a long ass drive, and you'll get some enjoyment out of it. Mary Young. You know, I, I would give it, honestly, I, I'd probably give it like a four because the story in and of itself is fantastic. Like, in my mind, like, it, it, especially considering how we just like covered Red Sonia recently, I was like, man, like, I was reading, like, I read that last story and I read this story and I'm like, Red Sonia's stories are fantastic, or at least can be. And in my mind, I'm like, what if, like, I felt like I had done something wrong in not, like, reading a, enough Red Sonia. So, by in, in, in that dynamic in and of itself, I was like, okay, like, obviously these stories are doing something right. So, I'll give it a four on the strength that the story and the art, but well, the story's great. The art is decent. Obviously, we, we, we like if if you want me to judge this as far as a motion comic is concerned, I guess that's a different metric. <laughs> and so, like may, maybe I give that like a three because the art is serviceable. The story is good, bordering on great. Like, in my mind, I'm like, like, if somebody was like, hey, we want to make a Red Sonja movie to come out in 2022, I feel like this book would be the place I would go to and try to adapt. I might not take every element from this from this story, but I'm I, I would take like easily like two to three of the plot points in this book and and to be fair I think there's only like four or five 
And maybe that's what I would use as my basis for the script that I'm going to write. So I'm just like, it, it's a good story. And the art is decent enough. But when you try to like take decent art and like animate it, it's like, okay, no, no, you need good art. <laughs> you know what I mean? You like, like you need, you like this take NJ? Uh, do you like this story better than the Palmiati? I think I, I story wise, yes. I think story wise, I do like this story better than Palmiati, especially when you're talking about it from like the perspective of someone who's like, I don't know anything about Red Sonia. I feel like this is a better like, if you're gonna adapt one story or the other to the big screen or even the small screen, if you're just like we're gonna transition it from comics to a different medium. I feel like this is the better story to do, to do that with, whether you're talking about TV or movies. However, it's like, just from a comic perspective in and of itself, it's like, yeah, like, I kind of feel like maybe you might want a little more. So, I mean, long story short, I'm going to give it a four overall. And if you want to like break it down to minutia, maybe you get a slightly lower score or a slightly higher score. Moses. I would do like a 3.75. Like I like the story. I like the art. It's when the art starts warping. That's the issue. So it's mainly the execution of this film. Um, mm. So, yeah, that's what knocks out that, like, half the, what, one and a quarter points. Uh, I I do want to read the comic, and the story itself, I, I it's hard for me to say if I like it better than the one we read, the Palmiati one, only because that one, we only read one issue. So, mm. see, this, you get, you essentially got the first trade paperback that Gail Simone did, so you got a complete story. Um and yeah, uh yeah, three three point seven five for me. And I'm gonna go ahead and give it a three and a half. Uh there are certain aspects of the story I liked. Um again, the overall style, like I'm just not a red Sonya guy. Uh I appreciate that it like I appreciate that. Conan slash Red Sonja fans would enjoy this. But personally, there were just like a few things that I really kind of liked. Um, one of them not being the animation. And uh, yeah, three and a half for me. What about us? Uh, he, he went. I went first. Oh yeah, that's right. Sorry. What about you, Hecht? <laughs> yeah. I didn't read it all, but I had a what's it called? I had a well, cool re exam, review, and I'm gonna give that a five our, out of five. Heck, review our review of this. Uh, you guys made good points. Um, I'll give it a give it a four, four out of five. Woo! Success. I I, I wasn't into the animation, but it, it was good. <laughs> So, time to wrap it up. 
Time to wrap it up. I'm gonna play this wrap up music real quick and uh Joe, man, give us some final thoughts, dude. Um, you know, I kind of just want to say fuck Disney, but I'm sure there's some shit that is going on that I don't know. Like, maybe I should be saying fuck Amazon. Um, fuck them both. Like, I really am trying to watch the outhouse, and they are not making it easy for me. Um, Man, the mouse and bezels are going to the moon. That's what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's some bullshit. Like, uh, Apple has it. Like, other services have it, but not Amazon. And it's like, it's been like almost a week. So I don't, I don't understand what's happening. Like, I don't, I don't like it. Uh, well, look, that's a big battle to have because we still try to get Fillmore too. Man. I'm like hooked on it thanks to you guys' reviews. Uh, heck, heck, man, give us a final thought. Um, fuck the Arizona government and this whole stuff <laughs> yeah. with the ballots. The end. The end. We can't get political. No. Oh. I, I mean, I, I'm Mayor Young, and I endorse that message. <laughs> it, it's it's not it's not a party thing; it's a ballot thing. There it is. Because apparently they're in Montana now. Oz, <laughs> <laughs> uh, give us some final thoughts. Uh, happy Big Card Day, everybody. You know. Not enough people celebrate Picard Day, as as, as he once famously said, uh, "Live long and may the force be with you." Oh, boo! Why is I it Picard Day? Because that's uh, in the. That's just Picard Day. Like no, they, Picard Day is a thing. It has no. A, it has a date. It has a star date, which is four four five one six five point. Two, that's probably wrong, but it's it's close enough. That translates to June 16th. So Wait, why, today we why celebrate. Does it, why does it translate to June 16th? Because of science. Uh, yeah, and you know what, Picard, he went down. Uh, for the rest of the Fantastic Forum, thank you for joining us. We'll be back next week. We don't know what we're talking about yet. We're going to figure it out right now when you can't listen. And uh, But you can follow us. Stay, you stay up to date with what we're going to be talking about. Hit the bell. Hit the like. You can join us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of that. And everything else you might need to know, you can just get at FantasticForum.live. Don't buy me a I just, I just got left out. I think you skipped it's okay. You skipped I love you all anyway. Yeah, but he yeah. hates Picard Day, so it's fine. Right, well, give your final thoughts now. Larry, final thoughts. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> the following <laughs> Oh, sorry. That was me. Ah, damn it. I meant to hit this.
I jumped the gun because